I think I took a shit in my neighbor's uh, lawn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love you, Matthew D. And I need you, Matthew D. Why did you leave me here without your love? For my nephew's first birthday yeah so wow it's a winter wonderland because he yeah. turns one so that's cool. the name of the yeah that's that was the name of the party on the, did on you the tell anyone, card did you tell anyone that it's gay <laughs> my brother-in-law dude that was fucking gay <laughs> come on man i mean i know you're turning you're becoming a dad but like, you still gotta yeah be somewhat cool no, yeah, so that's what I'm here for. Uh, she got married two years ago, and she just had her. She she obviously just had her first baby a year yeah. ago, so it's cool. That's wild, man. Um, what are you gonna do at this uh, party, dude? You know, entertain the adults, smile. Yeah. Tell them I'm doing well. Tell them I'm. I have lots of ambition. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Everything. Tell them tell them I'm working on getting Alexander some cousins. That would be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, they would like that. Wow, dude, that's like borderline sexual. I mean <laughs> just implied, you know. Dude, you ever like grandparents s- want grandkids, right? Yeah, yeah. Just tell everyone you're not pulling out. Yeah, exactly. Like so I'm trying to ensnare a woman <laughs> into a shotgun marriage. Yeah. Right? It's good verbiage, dude. You know? Um yeah but dude um do you ever like say shit like uh by accident where you're like uh i've been doing this recently like i i went to rhode island and um i was like dude i gotta work out i was there for like a week and i was like dude i gotta work out you know like i go to the gym before i lose my mind yeah so i walked into the gym and i was like Hey man, can I get a gay pass? Like completely, you had a, a slip of the tongue. You had a, uh, a Dude, Freudian slip. One hundred percent confidence, though. <laughs> <laughs> now, how soon after you said it were you like, "Oh fuck, that was not what I meant to say at all"? Once I saw like his face, <laughs> I was like, "Dude, fuck." <laughs> Because like around, like, no, you want the other gym, the one, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> around here, man, like sometimes you say things, and you're kind of like in a coma, like you're not really thinking most of the time. Yeah. And I kind of brought that into the homeland, which isn't good, because <laughs> people actually think over there before they say things. Yeah. Yeah. But why did you move to uh, Roslindale? Yeah. Um. And, like, you know, with lockdown shit, being at my parents, enough time had passed. It was like, all right, bud, you got to move on. Yeah. Although, I mean, it was nice to save some money, but it's like, you got to get on your own two feet here. Yeah, uh, you But also, at- my friend uh, was looking for jobs in Boston, and he was like, dude, <clears throat> dude, let's split a place. Because, you know, two-bedroom, obviously, way cheaper than single. So. Yeah, because I remember when I was in Rhode Island, dude, you were living at home for a while, 
<clears throat> what were you like, dude, what was your day to day in Rhode Island, man? Cause I remember, I know you were reading a bunch and I just imagine you like McLovin style, just like reading like <laughs> philosophy books and shit and just getting stoned, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I moved home, dude, the allure of the recently legalized rec weed was too much, man. I couldn't help myself. Yeah. So I've, yeah, I've indulged in that. Some chocolate bars, you know, some eighths of the sour. Are diesel. you still getting blitzed like on the wreck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 A little bit. Legend, dude. I mean, I'm going to put it down eventually. You got to put it down. You think eventually. so? Yeah. You just can't function in a high functioning job, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I remember smoking weed with you back in the day, dude, and you were like, we would always get way too stoned to the I point know. where I was like, dude, I, I, know. I think I might actually pass away. <laughs> like, and you would always talk about like educational shit. You'd be talking about like biomagnification and shit. Like, I did mention that in the last bunch, podcast dude. episode. Yeah. yeah, you talked about that. When we were getting high too. Yeah. You were talking about like the pond behind your house. Sometimes and shit. those brief moments of elevated dopamine bring some inspiration. But then you, know, you got to balance it out. You got to make sure you're not burning yourself out. Mm. Right. Yeah. What was, I remember um, one time when we used to smoke weed, I remember one time uh, someone was trying to tell me, like, they were like, dude, if you, if you study when you're stoned, you have to take the test when you're stoned. And uh, I studied when I was stoned. <laughs> I've actually, I've heard some, I heard some kids in undergrad using that as yeah. justification. They'd be like studying and then you'd be like, dude, dude, let's get high and study. Yeah. Terrible idea. But dude, it was one of the worst ideas. It was the first <laughs> class I ever failed in my life. <laughs> I studied when I was stoned. It was an accounting class. I studied when I was stoned at the library. I was like, oh, dude, I get this. And then I went to the test, not stoned. And, dude, I thought I was reading Latin, man. It was wild. I don't think I got one answer right. Yeah. And that was, that kind of hit me hard. I was like, damn, dude. Like, what are we doing? You know? Yeah. Um, were, yeah. You a, were you a, like, cram before the exam kind of guy? I was like a no study type guy. Like I never. Okay. So no prep. No, no prep, prep whatsoever, all. man. My roommate was an extreme cram before an exam guy to the point where he'd get up at four the morning of the exam because five hours of just like repetitive memorizing was enough for him to pass the exam. So I went to school in Baltimore and dude, you would have to go pretty far off campus to get to the really shitty neighborhoods, but. That's the thing about armed robbers is they will commit the, arm, the robbery outside of their neighborhood. So, dude, there was a Royal Farms, and that's basically a Cumberland Farms of mm -hmm. the Mid-Atlantic. And so he goes down there at 4 in the morning to get a coffee, and he's at the cash register, and a guy walks, walks up next to him and straight up hold, holds up a uh, fucking steel thirty eight and tells the cashier to give him all the money. Didn't even look at him. And he just slowly backed out the door. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And Fuck. then the cops came, right? And they asked him, like, what happened? He, he told them. And then they're like, all right, you can go. And he, like, points to his stuff on the counter. And he's like, yo, that, that was the stuff I was going to get. Can I have that? <laughs> and he hadn't paid yet. <laughs> and the cops were just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and he grabbed <laughs> it and left. <laughs> so the cops basically let him steal from the store. Yeah. Yeah. 
but it's all right. I'm sure it all, it, it just got written out in inventory. Yeah. So. Fuck, man. Dude, I kind of like areas like that, though. <laughs> they just make you feel alive, man. Yeah. That happened a lot. And uh, <clears throat> I went to Johnson and Wales, dude, and people were getting robbed left and right. That's Warwick, right? Uh, Providence. Providence. Right in yeah. the, the fucking clit of uh, Providence, dude. People were getting robbed left and right, like on the way to class. That's and dude, insane. I was so depressed at the time. I was like, dude, I want to get, like, I want to get robbed. Like, I want a reason to not. I need some excitement in my life. <laughs> I remember one, because I used to commute senior year from my mom's house. And I remember uh, my mom texted me. She was like, hey, be careful. There was a shooting on the highway. And I didn't even look into it. I just told my teacher, I was like, hey, there's there's a shooting on the highway. Like, I'm, I don't feel safe coming in. Yeah. And my teacher responded. She was like, that was seven hours ago. <laughs> I was like, I still, I don't feel safe. I was like, he could still be out there. <laughs> do you, uh, dude, do you remember the shit you used to email your professors about like skipping out on class? <laughs> no, I, we wouldn't even no. email. We would just, you were a good student. I mean, right? cause were, there was an attendance policy and you knew oh, it and you're like, Oh, I have, uh, you know, I have three get out of jail free cards or, <clears throat> Oh man. I, I want to go back because I still have my old email. I would love to just look at some of the emails I sent, you know, probably yeah. like the the day after we got stoned. <laughs> like, I just don't want to go. Dude. Uh, and I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for the for the world, man. Like I wouldn't if I could go back, I might have done that more. Yeah. Skipped out more. I thought about it. I probably would have gone to um, Stevens Institute of Technology in New York. What is yeah. a, is that like a, uh, it's a, te- it's a, an institute of technology. So it's like, like just more thing? STEM. It's more STEM focused. So I was kind of dumb. Dude, going to Loyola was kind of a, a bad decision because like Loyola's, uh, strength is their business program. Mm-hmm. Um, not really the engineering program. Yeah. In fact, uh, can you think of the other school in Baltimore that kicks ass for engineering? Johns Hopkins. Oh wow, dude! It was two miles down the street, and you so, could you could have gone there. No, no, I should have gone to a different engineering school. I don't. I shouldn't have picked Loyola's engineering program because yeah. it was small, so it doesn't mm-hmm. really have a lot of connections. Yeah. Um, the other thing about engineering, I didn't know this. Probably <clears throat> would have helped to know this before, but dude, seventy-five percent of people that graduate with an engineering degree work in something completely different. Typically yeah. like education or management. So I laugh about the education part because all the kids who are like good at math, like, oh, you should do engineering. It's like, are you good at engineering? Or are you just good at school? Like, are you just good at like little assign like assignments? You know, your multiplication tables. Yeah. It felt like uh, in college, it felt like engineers uh, were always like the smarter students, <clears throat> you know? I don't even like that word though. Cause it's like. I mean, they you know, everyone, had. you know, you're smart. At di- you know, you have to have different skills. That's probably the difference is like smart kids aren't necessarily skilled. What do you think you could engineer? Because I think we've talked about this previously. And last time, I think we were talking about like a dildo factory. Yeah. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but like realistically, like, do you think you could actually engineer something and be like, yeah, that, that was me, dog. I could be trained to engineer, Thanks to my background. So like with the education part, you know, like about it, you don't know how to do it. 
so like this thing about dimensioning and tolerances is like, dude, if I give you something and tell you to make it a half a, half an inch thick, you have what's <laughs> called, <clears throat> yeah, like your cock. Yeah, I shouldn't have laughed, dude. I should have. The tolerance is how much bigger or smaller could it be like that without it being a problem. Like, you know, you try, yeah, you, know, you try to put it in the hole and yeah. the hole's too big. You're like, fuck, fuck. Back to the drawing board, dude. <laughs> uh, you should do that next time you're like banging a chick. If yeah. you like miss a little bit. Yeah. You should be like back to the drawing board. Yeah. Do you, um, do you network at all? Do you try to network or are you just like, I'm cruising where I'm at right now and I will apply if I want to move like make a change i mean at this point man everyone in my company knows what's going on and uh it's very it's very depressing man uh would you like to expand on that i mean dude i had to go i had to go home for the holidays and then i had to come back a week later for a christmas party yeah and i work from home dude but i'm in the office because i'm like visiting and they wanted me in the office and uh i don't think people realize how much other people don't know about you you know what i mean yeah like people have come up to me and been like dude like how's like how's construction going and i'm like dude i don't even you know and i just like, dude, that was six years ago or something <laughs> like that or but it's just like uh it gets kind of not sad but it's like oh like these people have no idea you know what i mean yeah but anyway dude so my boss's boss, like a big swinger, was in the office. <clears throat> so I'm in I'm in a cubicle just by myself, and he starts walking towards my cubicle, and he's like, "John Psyche in the flesh." <laughs> this is like my first time ever meeting this guy, and uh, I stand up, I shake his hand, and he was like, "I I, w- I was told like the only way I could find you is on YouTube," <laughs> and I'm like, "Fuck, dude!" <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck this, dude." And then, uh, anyway, so like, I'm already like, fuck, dude, this is too much for me. Like, I can't, I really don't want to be doing this right now. And, uh, he was like, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I actually like watched like, uh, one of your things on YouTube. And he was like, yeah, he was like, I think it's with your brother. I don't have a brother. He was like, yeah, I think you were like drinking. Don't Don't drink. Yeah. Don't drink. And, uh. He was like, yeah, I couldn't like, uh, I couldn't get past like the the dirty language, and I was like, oh, I mean that adds up, like that makes sense. Yeah. But in my head, I was like, was this guy watching a different podcast? <laughs> yeah, right. Because like, I don't have a brother, dude. I, you know. Hey, A is not equaling C here. And then it hit me. I was like, oh, this this guy has no idea, <laughs> like the scope of comedy or like anything yeah. I'm doing. He just wants me to perform in the workplace. And that's when I was like, oh, this all makes sense now, you know, like corporate is just corporate, man, you know? Yeah. Like I get where that. we are. Yeah, I get that. In fact, <clears throat> I'm in a warehouse right now, still driving forklifts, still moving boxes. One thing that they love me for is my accuracy, like with the numbers. Yeah. Because I studied engineering. It's fucking simple. Like, dude, I'll remember PO numbers and people are just like looking at me like, what the fuck, dude? Like, why? That, dude. Why do you remember that seven-digit yeah. number? <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, like because man type I fucking shit. I'm good with it. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, because of that, like, they give me a little bit of a leash. Like, mm-hmm. someone could probably like sit me down and be like, "Hey, bud, are you uh, 
you know, you can't smoke marijuana and drive a forklift, right? Like that's yeah, yeah. federally illegal. Right? <laughs> <laughs> how, how often are you, you like? I'm never high on the job. I oh, do okay. not do that. Oh, really? Yeah. You ever like thought about it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In lockdown was wild times. Dude. It was the wild west. You could fucking do anything you wanted during lockdown. Yeah. Bro, I remember Chops was closed. Everywhere was closed, right? So, except the grocery stores. And then they, basically the biggest chains were able to lobby and reopen. And... All I wanted was pizza. I wanted pizza so bad. Mm -hmm. So Papa Gino's was one of the first ones <laughs> to reopen. Yeah. <clears throat> and I go in. She's like, oh, hon, let me get your pie. And I'm looking around. And there's a sign over the Budweiser's in the fridge. And it says, single beers offered to go. And I'm like, you're about to give me a bottle of beer to take out to my car right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having a roadie on the way home. 100%, <laughs> like, 100%, dude. I was like, and um, a friend of mine, well, a coworker, coworker's friend, knew a Cumberland police officer. Yeah, dude, he said the police chief said unless it was like a felony offense, don't pull anyone over, you know, wow. for a risk of exposure and all that shit. It's like, dude, it was a wild west, bro. You could do whatever you wanted. Yeah, it's starting to feel like that again, man. I know. <clears throat> You watch any Netflix at all, or? Um, my roommate's got Amazon. Uh, the what do you call it? The Fire Stick. Yeah. So like we get, he has Netflix. We don't watch it. We've been watching HBO. We've been watching Mad Men. Mm. Um, up to like season four with that shit. Yeah. What do you think about like? Cause you're a smart dude, man. What do you think about like Netflix and like the movies they make, like Netflix originals? Do you think it's kind of like to fuck with people's minds, or do you think it's like legit? Because they got a bunch of them out now about, like, the world mm -hmm. ending and shit. <clears throat> they have a new one out you should watch, man. Um, it's just, a, I think it's, like, the number one movie in the U.S. right now. Yeah. And it's just about the world ending, and uh, it's via Civil War. Hmm. So it's all generated, like, internally. Yeah. Do you think AI wrote, this, wrote the script? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It makes you think, though. Yeah, right. You know, it's like, why are people putting this out? No, I think, you know, their their main goal is views and um, keeping <clears throat> keeping subscriptions. So, like, dude, they, they have to... Those are the two things they have to pay attention to. So, like, if they start putting out content and losing subscriptions and they get a negative revenue quarter, like, something's going to change. You know, some, yeah. some writers are going to get canned. Yeah, so you think they just got to spice it up a little bit? Yeah. And yeah. the world's kind of like, that's a gimme, dude. <laughs> you know, you're like, people are going to watch this. Exactly. Yeah. Who doesn't want to watch an apocalyptic yeah. Bit? yeah, movie? You that's ever seen Point Break? Yeah. Dude, classic. Oh, really dude. good one. Good one. Yeah. yeah. Did you say you're watching like softcore porn, dude? <laughs> <laughs> On YouTube? That is out of context. <laughs> Uh, but yes, my YouTube feed has correctly started suggesting uh, basically softcore pornography. It'll be like yeah. fitness models doing RDLs and um, Craig Ferguson interviews with gorgeous women. <laughs> You're living the dream, bro. I am. Oh my god! No, man. the algorithm is spot on. YouTube Premium is one. It's one of my only pres uh, subscriptions and. Yeah, dude, worth it. I think the same's happening to me a little bit. I just saw like a uh, a clip from Greece, the dancing scene. Fuck yeah! Oh, dude, 
hard as a rock, man. That's a that's a good that's pretty much softcore porn, dude. Yeah. You know what else is a good one? What? The opening scene from Saturday Night Fever where John Travolta is just walking with two slices of pizza folded over. He's doing the walk. Yeah. That's softcore porn to you? Uh, the way he's walking a little bit. He's got a little, it is, man. little pep in his step, man. It's, it's nice. Yeah, when, I wear, when I wear leather shoes like that, it just makes me want to walk like that. Yeah. That'll change the whole like trajectory <laughs> of your day too, man. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like what you watch is so. Oh, it's what you consume. Crucial to the yeah, day. Yeah, it's what you consume, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm hearing a bunch about like young kids being exposed to, like TikTok and stuff and like kind of like losing their minds Bro. and shit. Yeah, so I've been working working with a group of third graders, and dude, last week they just started parroting this thing. They were like, "Dumb ways to die," and I I had never heard of it. I was like, "What is that?" And they were like, "It's something on TikTok," and I was like, "Oh, great, dude!" And they're, in, they're it's in, not good. <clears throat> yeah, I don't like grade, it, dude. Fuck, man. Yeah, I remember I got my first cell phone seventh grade, maybe middle school. And I remember just texting my Asian friend. That was really it. Yeah. I was just like, yo, dude, just got a cell phone. He was like, sick, man. Dude, I remember my first cell phone was a Cosmos. And it was one of those that, like, you could slide. You'd slide it to get the full full text uh, keyboard. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like a sidekick? Kind of. Yep. Yeah, dude, those are sick, man. Yeah. I think I had NV2. Yeah. Verizon NV2. <laughs> yes, dude. sir. Just fucking pop that thing open, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I remember you used to have to like buy songs, dude. Yeah. I bought like Get Up by 50 Cent. Okay. This um, rich kid I knew, you know, everyone envied. He had the razor, dude. The razor was sexy. Yeah, dude. That was sexy because it was thin, dude. Mm-hmm. That was like their whole promotion. They were like, this is thin as fucking cock, dude. Check this thing <laughs> out, dude. Yeah, it was wild, man. But, uh, I mean, dude, we do get questions. Um, <clears throat> yeah, from the fans, if you want to answer a few, That'd be awesome. Hello, Salami Podcast. I was just wondering, you know, one time I was down in my basement and uh, went on a date and uh, was laying on the couch, you know, and things got escalated real quick. She started, you know, putting her hands under the the covers and stuff, and then put her head under there, and started giving me the old uh, Johnson Johnson Gluck Gluck nine thousand. Then my grandmother walked in right at mid-climax i was just curious have you guys ever had any uh stories or experiences like that all right thank you yeah, bye-bye you want to go first or uh not mid-climax but you know high school girlfriend's dad came down i had to like roll over real quick luckily you know no belts were undone but oh yeah you were fully clothed yeah we were good damn dude <clears throat> i remember uh dude i was spanking once on my bed just completely naked dude <laughs> and my mom walked in and i literally just got up and i was like fuck <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I just started panicking how many days was it before you could look her in the eye again probably just like a day one day okay yeah i think you're, she knew kind of like tight-knit group the psyches i think so yeah <laughs> i think <clears throat> i think me i think if i didn't stop it would have been like yeah. a few years, maybe. She's like, come on, sweetie. I've cleaned shit stains out of your underwear. That's no, oh, yeah. that's nothing. Yeah, I started to think about it. And I was like, dude, every night when I spank, dude, <laughs> yeah. when I was living with my mom, every night I would spank, dude, and I would just blow a load on my shirt, roll it up, and just <laughs> put it in the laundry basket. 
So when she's doing laundry, she, she already knows like what's going on, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like it is what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, I can't even imagine uh, having um, like sexual intercourse with someone and someone walking in. Like, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do then? <clears throat> I'd heard of one that like um, parents walked in like full penetration, dude. Wow. Yeah, that's that's rough. That's got to be rough. Yeah. How does that even happen, though? You know what I mean? You How gotta do you hear it coming? You gotta hear yeah, it. Yeah, you gotta know that there's a there's a chance that it might happen. Yeah, I know some people who are like uh, I don't know them personally, but I've heard stories about people who do that on purpose. Yeah, they'll have like a uh, sexual intercourse when they oh, know. Oh, they like the risky. They the like risk the risk. risk. Yeah. yeah, they're like, let's do it on the island in the kitchen and just see what happens. Mm. I would say those people have an obvious sex addiction. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, <clears throat> they need something extra to keep them going. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everyone's got their own thing. I think that would be the last thing I would ever, ever yeah. want, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, the reward's not good enough, man. We got to up the risk. You know, we yeah. got to increase that disparity. Yeah. Yeah, if you get a... It's tough because there's, there's nowhere to go, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't just, like, run away. and. But if you're if you're having sex, like, in the road or something, you can kind of just, like, push it to the ground and just fucking spread <laughs> Sprint away, dude. Yeah. That's funny, man. Let's see what else we got, dude. Sure. Hey, what's up, Johnny? Yeah, I got a question. Um, it's it's not one of those comedic bullshit stuff that, you know, everyone else is probably uh, putting in. But so it, it's in regards to Siamese twins. If you have two Siamese twins and uh, one of them, you know, you're swimming or whatever, and one of them goes underwater could the other one be used as a snorkel and vice versa? Just, you know, maybe you could take a little all-inclusive out to wherever. And I was just wondering, because maybe if they ran out of snorkels or, or whatever, whatever the, the case may be, I was just wondering what, what your take is on that. Because yeah, I'm thinking about it all the time. But anyways, take care, buddy. Wow, dude, I thought that was going to be a stupid question, but that's actually a really good question, man. Yeah, I think... Uh this this would be a question for a man by the name of Joseph Mengdel. Um, yeah, but luckily he's dead. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I think it would depend on the specific anatomy of those Siamese twins. Like, where are they joined? You know, do we have two torsos? Do we have two sets of legs, one torso, two heads? I don't know, man. I think it just means two heads. Two heads on one body. One body, two heads. So two different like nasal canals. Yeah. I don't know. Dude, that's gotta be a question for like a Harvard uh a Harvard meeting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When the question started, I was like, Oh, this is gonna be fucking retarded, but that was kick that one to the museum of anatomy and physiology. (laughs) Yeah. We should go, man, and ask them, see if they can answer it. That's gotta stump stump the poor, you know, student volunteer tour guide. Yeah. That'd yeah. be good. Do you think, uh, dude? Do you think Siamese uh, twins like try to kill each other? It's probably, yeah, it's possible. Because I feel like, dude, if I was in that situation, I would probably try to like at least kill myself once a year. But I feel like you would adapt. You would adapt from a very young age when you're still like a lot more. Plastic. I mean, dude, but you gotta you gotta deal with people. Uh, 
people making fun of you. Like, you literally yeah. have two heads, dude. Imagine walking into, like, a library and <laughs> people are in there stoned. They just see someone with two heads. I wonder what the occurrence rate is for that specific condition. Yeah. One in a million, one in five million. There's got to be a few out there, dude. Yeah. Maybe just knowing that, like, you're a legendary breed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, dude? Yeah. Imagine playing baseball like that. <laughs> Dude, you would probably be really good at bait. You'd have Two four heads. eyes. One, one is looking at the catcher giving signs, and one is looking at the pitch. <laughs> That's like the ultimate way to steal signs, yeah. dude. Wow. Dude, you should purposely breed a Siamese twin just for that reason. Be the greatest baseball player of all time. A team of nine Siamese twins. Oh, yeah. That would be amazing. Oh, my God. You got so many eyes on the field, dude. Dude, we're taking the series. Oh, dude, you're taking fucking... Taking the series in four. Win, like, fucking seven Golden Globes, dude. <laughs> golden Gloves. And yeah. Golden Globes, too, dude. <laughs> win both. <laughs> I wonder if there... Have you heard about that in baseball at all? Like, people doing things for, like, a competitive advantage? Yeah. Well, we just came off the pine tar ban, so without a doubt, pitchers were definitely getting an advantage from that. They were using pine tar? Yeah. On their fingers. They were or they In weren't? Fact, CJ, now they are. CJ, then, um, the year got banned, all the dads went to him and were like, hey, CJ, in college did you use it? And he was like, I don't remember the last time I pitched without it. So wow. everyone was using pine tar. In college or in the MLB? I thought it was both, illegal. Both. But it, yeah, it's illegal. But think about it. I mean, unless you're being real obvious, you have it like caked onto your glove or something. Dude, a little bit. They're not going to know. That just helps like grip. It helps spin. Yeah, because your your fingers stick onto the ball and increase the friction. So it spins a little bit more. Damn, what if it just bounced into the dirt? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like you can't like you can't release it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you imagine you go to throw the pitch right and you and you do that and it's just stuck to your two fingers like that and you're like my bad yeah <laughs> give me some raw give me some rosin man yeah. <laughs> they're like are you using pine tar you're like no man i swear yeah you're like no this is calm dude <laughs> sunscreen uh, and rosin yeah. i think they can't they came out once and they they asked me if I was using it, and I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> Dude, they don't yeah. like, you using, using pine tar? I was, I was like, like, I don't believe you. <laughs> like, I don't even know what you're, what you're asking me. I was like, I don't even know you guys. I don't even know where I am yeah. right now, dude. Yeah. So, dude, since uh, that last episode, I think I mentioned to you that I was coaching, I was coaching AAU baseball. I think oh, I yeah. called you once, and I told you a hilarious story, which I will tell again. So I'm coaching one day, and the program head, he's he's kind of a space cadet. Um, and he had a new Cub cadet, which is basically like a lawnmower with no deck, no blades. So it's just to tow a drag and drag the infield. So he, he does the infield between like the fifth and sixth inning, and he parks the Cub cadet over by like where the parents are sitting and i remember the umpire just goes play and then my pitcher just steps off the mound and i see everyone's attention is now turned to behind including the umpire turned to behind the backstop which is where he had pulled up the cub cadet dude 
he bumped the throttle and got it stuck in forward. And he starts screaming, look out (laughs) to a bunch of parents who are there to watch their sons play. Oh, they're sitting there. And yo, it was, it's midsummer. Um, so people had a tent for shade set up. Yeah, we caught one of the legs of the tent and tore it down. Holy shit. It was absolutely pathetic, actually, to tell you the truth. <laughs> but it was also fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. How do you get it to stop? Um, I remember one of the dads was running after him. There was like a stone <laughs> stone wall to the left. And the dad was yelling, go into the wall with it. Go into the wall with it. And I don't know. He just kept flipping levers until he found the throttle. Oh, my God, dude. That's why. Did he get in trouble or no? I mean, quite frankly, that's you could have br- yeah. come up to him after and been like, "Sir, are you impaired?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, dude, that would no, be, oh, that would be the best though I to mean, see at a game. Those parents, I'm sure, lost a lot of respect for him. Yeah. It's like, dude, get it together. But yeah, that was that was wild. Oh man, I hope that happens when I, if I'm ever a parent. <laughs> Like, dude, that's all I'm going to be looking forward to is, like, random shit happening at the games. Yeah. Because, like, dude, baseball can be so boring in general. Like, I can't imagine watching, like, a Little League game. Like, yeah. I don't know. Little League must be more intense. But, like, you remember the first year you stepped on the big field? Some of those games were just like, dude, what <laughs> yeah. are we doing? Yeah. They're, right. like, five hours long because nobody can, like, even reach first base. The ump refuses to open up the strike zone. He's like, it wasn't yeah. a strike. Sorry. Yeah. It was a ball out. You're like, sir, it is 11 nothing. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i not going to lie, man. Like, I used to be in love with baseball, and I kind of just, like, stopped. Watched your love for it? Yeah, a, a while ago. Yeah. You know? I don't know what it was. I think it's just, like, Little League. Like, everyone meets each other, you know? When yeah. You're, like, we met each other. Yeah. That's how we met and shit. Mm-hmm. And then when you just get older, man, it just becomes like it's a chore uh, and a half. You have to yeah. you got to work like a lot to keep your arm fresh. So when I moved up to Rosendale, down the street is a park with a baseball field. And after work, I was just going for walks, just like you know, to clear my mind after a day at work. And um, one day, this this burly bearded dude walks up. So I meander over, and I'm like, "What's up, dude?" You uh you coach Babe Ruth <laughs> and he fucking laughs and he's like, uh, no pal, I play. There's a men's league that plays here. Yeah. I was like, Oh, nice. So I'm hanging around telling him about the coaching. It's been two years since I played Sunset, so my arm is tight as fuck, dude. He's like <clears throat> he guys start rolling in. And he's he's asking him, Yo, is Packy coming? And the guy's like, No, nah, Packy texted me, he's not coming. And then the head coach is like, What? I have him penciled in as he's coming. The bearded guy just turns to me. He's like, yo, dude, run home and get your glove and come back with like pants and cleats. Really? <laughs> and I was just like, uh, sure. And I took my first at bat in like four or five years and took the ugliest hacks of all time. <laughs> and luckily no balls were hit to me in the outfield, but they're like, yeah, man, uh, if you want to play and get your arm moving again, we're all for it. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, I played played last summer for him, as in summer 2022. And that was all right. I had, like, one good outing that I went five innings. Dude, it was an East boss, and this was wild. The field coordinators uh, fucked up, and after the second, <laughs> the second inning, dude, it, 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 we start at 745. It gets dark, and the lights didn't come on. So... 
Dino, the uh, iron worker, has like a grinder or something in his truck. I don't even know what a grinder is. He goes out to the electrical box, cuts the fucking lock, <laughs> and turns on the lights. Wow. And it was like a 20-minute delay between innings. But I remember I got back out there and I was like, all right, if he fucking did that shit, we are we are in this to win it. And it was like a two it ended up being a two to one game. It was it was a great game. Wow, dude, you must uh you getting flashbacks from the old days, oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, living rock, living out the glory. Were days, you fucking brother. blitzed? No. Oh, that would have no. been sick, dude. That would be wild. <clears throat> yeah. Actually I was surprised this men's league, so sunset we would drink beers after the game. This team Nobody, nobody really, Dude, nobody did it. Weren't you in a men's league where you would like rip the bong behind the dugout? No, no. Dude, I heard you stories. Asked me that bro. last time. That's the sunset. I mean, you you could walk out of the stadium and like hit really? it, but like your teammates might be like, I mean, you have to be good. Like, if you're, I mean, if I was you, I would just make that up, dude. If you're getting stoned and you're like booting plays, your team's going to be like, come on, brother. You're, yeah. You're not, you're not trying here. Yeah. You'd be a legend, though, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, uh, I think I was in college once. Uh, this was back when I went to URI. And um, my last outing in high school was in the... I think we were in the playoffs, and this was to get to the Final Four. And uh, <clears throat> I think I threw like six innings, and I gave up like two hits or something. It was it was wild. And uh, the last kid I faced, I struck out. And when I went to college, that same kid lived in my building. So he would see me in the building and be like, dude, you were my last ever at bat in high school and you struck me out. And I would be like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> so like one day he was like, hey, do you want to come to this field? We're going to like play home run derby or, yeah. you know. And uh, dude, I decided to get stoned before going. And uh, I didn't know it was going to be like 35 degrees out, <clears throat> dude. So I show up, I'm like blitzed. Like, I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. He didn't even like greet me at all. I just ran out on the field and like went in the outfield. <laughs> I'm like running around and stuff. Shagging. Haven't yep. played in like a wicked yep. long time. But, uh, oh my God, dude. I remember taking those first few hacks and I couldn't even like touch the ball, dude. Yep. I was like laughing my ass off too. <laughs> like I was like crying laughing. <laughs> <laughs> But I just felt like I let them, they were just like, oh, dude, I thought this kid was, like, good at baseball. And I'm, like, crying, laughing, and missing the ball by, like, five inches, dude. But I remember... On soft toss, right? Oh, he's thrown literally, like, 40 miles an hour. <laughs> if they literally felt like the ball took, like... <laughs> four minutes <laughs> it's not like he's throwing like heat and i'm like fuck like yeah. it was just oh man i should have on my dude, last one swing the... i just swung as hard as i could dude connected with one and i was like oh dude that's going <laughs> that's, that's a home run it was just a pop-up yeah <laughs> i was like dude come on <laughs> but yeah dude it makes you think like how hard baseball actually is yeah even when you're in like when you're in season yeah like how good you actually are you know? Yeah, because all that adaptation goes away in the offseason. Yeah, unless you keep it going. Yeah. Uh, dude, it's funny you said that the eyes were like one of the first things that when I got back in, I was like, dude, I can't see the ball worth a damn. Yeah. Something that's like 60 miles an hour looks like it's like 90. You're like, what the fuck, yeah. dude? I remember the 2019 <clears throat> in the sunset, we had this big kid. Um, 
Jarrett. There's two twins that are named Jared and Jarrett. I think Jarrett is the lefty. Um, he he would throw like mid to upper 80s, but even then, like that to me was like, dude, anything harder than this, I would literally would take it in the in the teeth. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember when I tried out. At, <laughs> he just uh, throws and you don't move the glove at all. It just dude, nails you in the face. Didn't you, you played in college, right? Club. Oh, you club. Just played so club. nothing. Yeah, nothing crazy. Uh, I remember trying out at Johnson and Wales, dude, and I was like, oh, I'll make the team, dude. Show up. There's, like, lefties thrown, like, 86. Yeah. <clears throat> and, dude, 86 on a lefty, for me, looks like it's, like, 92. <laughs> like, I remember, like, I just remember striking out, like, three times in a row and, like, just pretending I was mad. Yeah. When realistically, I was like, dude, I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm glad I even had the balls to step in the box. Oh, dude, the fact that I was even out there was like, what yeah. the fuck, dude? Exactly. Um, yeah, I remember like thinking it was going to be a joke and like seeing dudes throwing like we had a dude who threw splitters, bro. Oh, yeah. Literally, I was like, oh, dude, this dude just threw a fastball right down the middle and the ball just fucking broke in half. And I was like, I got to get out of here, dude. Like, I can't be here. <laughs> There's no point in me being here, dude. You know, making you bend the knee. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, even just think like that's division three, dude. Like imagine division one seeing a lefty throwing oh, yeah. like a curveball. Yeah. Or like a slider and just being like, dude, what the fuck, man? You know, it's crazy. Dude, that's wild. That kid, <clears throat> that kid that came out of Tennessee, Ben Joyce. Mm -hmm. Dude, he was touching 105 in college. bro. Really? Yo, he said he's like had over a 600 straight bar deadlift he said he never even tested himself in the trap bar he was like yeah i could probably pull like 700 on the trap bar damn yeah fuck <clears throat> dude they're just a different breed i mean it's because the training's gotten better yeah i was gonna say dude because when you and i were playing like we didn't have any like we didn't have training yeah nobody would go over mechanics they were just like, like yeah just run and fucking throw <laughs> run poles man yeah and now it's like even that is that place in Rhode Island, the Hopkins pitching or whatever? Hops. Yeah. Hops. <clears throat> well, like, he's got it all integrated because he's got cages and uh, weight room and um, like a, what do you call him? Therapist table where really? he can do soft tissue work and work on joints and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We had none Imagine of that. If we, we had, had none that, of dude. that, man. I he's know. probably charging bank though for like, yeah. you probably have to be like a certain skill level too, right? To yeah. even get in there. Be a little exclusive. It would say, nah, Johnny's not good enough. Sorry. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, I'm gay. <laughs> They'd be like, all right, get it. <clears throat> yeah, but I like see some of their videos and like the machines they have and the stuff they're doing. And I'm like, dude, I kind of wish. Dude, that safety bar, the squat bar with the like two handles in the front. Yeah. Yeah, that looks sick. Oh, I mean, I mean dude, they used, have those at I've gyms. Yeah, I mean, I've used them. Yeah, dude, I, I fell. <laughs> dude. I was Using uh, one of those? Well, dude, like when I was... I think the one thing I get upset about a lot in life in general is like when I was younger, dude, I was so immobile and there was no like, like now you have videos on how to like loosen up your hips and stuff. And like people explain oh, the information why. age. Yeah. yeah. And when I was playing, dude, my hips were like so tight. And like, I remember doing stretches for like football or baseball and stuff. And I'd just be like playing with my nuts and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But now, like, I can stretch and, like, know why I'm doing certain stretches and do, like, strength work and shit and just look up a YouTube video. But, dude, I remember over yeah. time, just from, like, lifting heavy and not, 
like dude my hips were so tight that it started to affect my knees and my back dude dude so i'm at the gym bro and i'm using one of those safety bar squats not even going heavy like dude i think i had like 225 on <clears throat> i was just trying to get to like 10 reps so i'm at like rep eight or nine i'm like all right two more dude i think it was on like the ninth rep my back just fucking explodes and i just fall on my face dude Fuck, did you have pins? Bro. Like anything to catch it? No, dude. Just completely ate shit. My my neck fucking like snapped. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) And I tried to get up, dude. And it took like every ounce of energy I had because I was in so much pain, dude. And uh, no one around me helped me, dude. There was like a full gym. Nobody was like, dude, are you okay, man? And I do. I fucking... You just get up and you give the gladiator speech. You're like, oh, are you not entertained? Uh, I remember getting up and laughing and being like, I got to get the fuck out of here. But I could like barely walk. dude. <laughs> I, remember I had to go to work and I'm like sitting in my cubicle and I had to get up to go to the bathroom. And I was like, I'd ask the next man like, bro, I'm not trying to be weird, man. Can you help me get up? Spot. Yeah. Yeah. It's called a spot. <laughs> yeah. I had to go to like physical therapy and shit, man. Like, and uh, the physical therapist was like. He was laughing his tits off. Dude. When you described what happened. He was laughing his tits off. Like, not laughing his tits off, but he was like, you do, like, the mobility screening and stuff. And he was just like, dude, you're, like, a board. Like, you don't even, like, you're waddling. Like, you don't even, like, you have no mobility. <laughs> dude, he, re- he recommended surgery, dude. He was like, which I kind of, like, took as a red flag. But he was like, yeah, man, like, you have hip impingement, bro, like... You should have the surgery where they like clean out your hips, and I was just like, "I'm good, man. Like, I'll just do yeah. this naturally." No, um, but yeah, it just made me think, like, dude, that's just like years of recovery. Of, that's years of just me fucking up my body and not doing anything about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And then finally, one day it hits you, and you're like, "Oh fuck," you know. That's why I felt good with the coaching. Like, I felt like I was giving giving it back to. I did 13 and 14 you, and that was like yeah. the exact age that I was like. All right, if I had been shown really how to train, like maybe I actually would have popped like <clears throat> mid to upper eighties. But no, I sat at like seventy eight to eighty. Yeah. Um, even uh, even just playing D three would have been would have been cool, man. A little to more, be. so, yeah, fulfilling. Actually, Stevens Institute of Technology is D three. So yeah, yeah. The only problem with that school, I was thinking with the wrong head at the time. Seventy five percent dudes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's tough, man. Because college is all about roast beef, dude. You know what I'm saying? That's what you think at the time. And then college ends and you're like, fuck, brother. I got 40 more years ahead of me. I kind of wish I had set myself up a little better. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough, man. You know, you don't really know much back then. You don't even know who you are. I mean, listen, your high school guidance counselor isn't like telling you, hey, don't pick your school based off where you think you're going to get laid. (laughs) (laughs) That's what everyone did. I had a hot high school guidance counselor. She was hot. Really? Yeah. That's the best, man. Yeah, it was great. It was so nice, too, dude. Person comes to the room in the middle of the class. They're like, oh, Sam, you have a guidance appointment? I'm like, yes. Damn, you had appointments, dude? Oh, yeah. Wow. That's sick. You just talked about life and stuff? Yep. That would have been nice to have, man. He's like, where do you want to go to college? I'm like, I don't want to go to college. He's yeah. like, no, you have to go to college or we will literally ask you to leave the school. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you the whole time you were just thinking about how hot she was. Yeah, yep. tough man. I'm like peeping the picture on her desk of her with her husband. Husband, <laughs> I'm like, 
Fuck you. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm better than that guy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty wild, man. Um, I think we had a pretty hot guidance counselor. I just, like, never went to see her, man. Anytime yeah. I... I think I went once or twice, man, and I was just like, dude, I gotta... You come here more often. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just to talk about nothing. No, the thing I wish I had done more of in high school was probably SAT prep. You know, just buy, oh, a, work, buy a workbook, bang it out, reverse engineer it, like look at the answer key, work backwards. You would go back and prep for the SAT? Yeah, because my get... mom paid a tutor, but dude, in one hour with the tutor, I, you get through, I don't know, 30 problems, and it's like... You don't yeah. do it again for the for a week. It's like it probably would have been better if you just did twenty minutes a day on your own, <laughs> like of a fucking workbook that you got off Amazon or yeah. something. Dude, the SATs, <clears throat> I showed up, and you know how you have to show a picture of you to prove your identity because you don't have an ID back then. I do not remember that, but okay. You had to print out a picture of just you because back then no one had like an ID. Yeah, right. You know what I mean. So I printed out a uh, a Facebook picture. It was me and three other dudes at a party. <laughs> so I'm checking in. I just hand over this piece of paper with like me and three other dudes. Excuse me. This is validation, right? <laughs> and they go, we can't let you in. And I'm like, why? And they're like, we don't know who you are. Like, which, like you were provided like specific instructions to bring just a picture of you with a like a nice picture of just you. And I was like, I'm right there though. Like I'm right in the middle. <laughs> it's like me blasted. I'm like, <laughs> and uh, they were like, I'm sorry, we can't let you in. And I'm like, dude, I just like, I have to take the SATs. Like I paid the fee. Like I, this is the only way I can get into college and shit. Yeah, dude. So I had to run into uh, one of my, not even my teacher at the time. My uh, middle school basketball coach was a high school teacher, and he happened to be running one of the SAT classes that week. So I run into his class. He's already, like, getting everyone ready for the SATs. I'm like, dude, can you vouch for my identity? <laughs> dude. <laughs> he was like, yeah, man. Dude, he wrote out a letter. He was like, I know John. Like, I coached him in basketball. Like, this is indeed John in John this picture. <laughs> I'm What's funny like, is some uh, some desk jockey probably scanned that into a SAT database. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like, this is the picture he provided. <laughs> All for me to get like a 1420, dude. <laughs> I, like, I got like just enough points for like putting my name on the fucking thing. <laughs> you draw pictures with the bubble ins. <laughs> I, I take it with pen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, shit like that. Dude, I just like, I don't know, man. Like, if I could go back, would I have taken it more seriously? Probably not. <laughs> like, yeah, that's fair. I mean, there were times like I talked to the the thirteen and fourteen year olds, and like you just could not get them to be serious about certain things. Like, they're like, you get it. They're kids. Like, their brains oh, yeah. aren't their brains aren't fully developed. You know, it is what it is. But I also yeah. felt good about giving like certain things back, dude. What you mentioned about the hips, like yeah. yeah, same zero hip stretches like in high school. So this one kid I remember, he gets down and we do like those um, flow circuits where you like sit on your ass and then you turn your leg. Oh shit! Oh, you, go, dude. you turn your <laughs> leg in. 
Oh, like push your knee to the ground, do uh, it with the other leg. Just a 90-90. 90-90, that's yeah. exactly it. Dude, the first time he tried it, he like couldn't even lift his knee off the floor. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh shit, am I being like a mega testosterone here and like giving kids shit that's too hard for them? Yeah. But not, nah, dude. After like a, a two or three weeks, he was he was moving fine. Yeah. I mean, dude, I still I do the ninety ninety like almost every day, and I can't do it without my hands like assisting me. Yeah. It's very hard, man. Your goal is to like get your hands above head. Maybe just not incorporate my hands at all. Just yeah. do it like free motion. Dude, CJ actually explained to me. Level one is to just kind of just like move through it, right? Like just go yeah. back and forth. Level two, CJ said, it's you pull, like go all the way till your knee hits the ground. Then you start like pushing into the ground as hard as you can with your, your mm-hmm. knee. Then step three is to actually get your ankle off the ground. Yeah. Like that's pretty extreme hip rotation yeah. right there. I'm trying to have like Asian like hip mobility, dude. Not yeah. even trying to be racist, dude. Yeah. Because, dude, you know they, like... You got that long femoral head. Yeah, I want to I wanna take shits like an Asian, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, uh, I saw... Dude, I saw a video of an Asian woman. Oh, my God, dude. She was doing, like, wild hip mobility, dude. Yeah. She would, like, do a 90-90 and then go into, like, a split, like, rip ass, and then just fucking <laughs> keep doing it over and over again. I was like, dude, if I can do that, man, I can yeah. do anything. Yeah, dude, that's probably why um, these Japanese pitchers are coming over here and like just having so much success because their their movement, their bodies just move better than us. Yeah, dude, it's crazy how much it makes it makes you feel so much better too when yeah. you can move better. Mm-hmm. Like I, dude, I did a. Have you ever done a couch stretch? Can't say I know that one. <laughs> Do not yeah. know that one. Oh, it's when you like, uh, you know, like a regular quad stretch. Where you're just grabbing yeah, your and like, pulling it up. Yeah. So you're, you're like doing that, but like against a wall and you're like in a kneeling position. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like a hip flexor Dude, stretch. it's so hard mm-hmm. to put your fucking knee all the way against the wall and then not like arch your back. But dude, it eliminates like so much back pain. Yeah. I remember doing it for the first time and I like couldn't even get off the ground. Like I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> you just like, I was just like, dude, this is like how bad my movement is. Like, yeah, you know? But it like makes you just makes you feel better, dude. You know what I mean? So, you ever done like any hot yoga or anything? No, no. I just got CJ gave me that mobility routine, and I've been doing it for like the last three years. Wow. And it's it's treated me pretty well. Like during the gym or like after? Pre. That's my movement prep. Oh wow. Yeah, and before I throw and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I love uh, I love getting like a nice warm up in, dude. Right before. Yeah. I get after it, man. It's good, dude. It's funny. There's this thing called a stretch cage in my, like, in the uh, prep room. I know what in you're my talking gym. about, yeah. Dude, stupidest thing I've ever seen. It's like a sphere. Yeah, and then there's, like, bands that run every which way across, and you're supposed to just, like, grab the band and hold it. And I'm just like, okay, this is, this yeah. is a, this is called a gimmick. It is a prop used that looks cool, but in reality, it does nothing. I don't need to grab the band, dude. Just walk over to the fucking wall and fucking put your hand against the wall. And Yeah. I saw... So I'm walking to an open mic. I saw a dude on his motorcycle. He was wearing a Rey Mysterio mask. And he was behind a fucking UPS truck. 
and he six one nine the driver, dude. Dude, off the he bike. fucking RKO. The <laughs> dude, so the UPS driver's turning, and the motorcycle guy tries to like get by him, and yeah. he just gets stuck. And uh, dude, the UPS truck literally just drove over his motorcycle, like totaled the whole thing, and the guy with the mask hops up onto the UPS driver's like hood passenger side door and just starts screaming at him what the fuck yeah this all happened right in front of me dude damn <clears throat> yeah I, just, I kept walking i was like fuck yeah dude last week this driver comes into the warehouse and he's on his way out i was like oh yeah glad you uh you weren't coming up here saturday it was army navy at gillette so do the state police absolutely lock down route one at any event at gillette so he's like you want to know what i had he's like, they're all they're all coming from pennsylvania so they all have little accent he's like you want to know what i dealt with this weekend and he pulls out his phone he shows us a cab cam which is a camera on the hood of his truck looking out and he's driving he's in the middle lane and then the left lane ends and about a thousand feet after the left lane ends this fucking idiot in a crv tries to gun it through the breakdown lane and then merge in front of him uh, the road was a little wet and he sends himself didn't even hit the truck or anything <clears throat> sent himself into a spiral hits the um, side of the road no guardrail once he hit the grass like with the wheels not um, like the side of the car hit the side of the road and like the friction from the grass rolled the car yeah and the car ended up on its uh, on the roof like belly up and the driver you know Pulls over, you know, 500, 800 feet down the road. Gets out, is running back up the highway. And by now, like, a crowd of people have gathered. And he says, he's like, I know I shouldn't have so- said this, but I ran up and I said, let that sucker die. Dude, what? <laughs> and, like, the state cop was, like, asking him if he was involved or if he had any evidence, to which he was like, yeah, I have a cab cam. And he said it again. He said it again to the cop. The cop was like, hey, man, don't be like that. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Dude. Some people just drive like... <clears throat> it's crabs in a barrel sometimes. You I know? mean, dude. There's traffic. It makes people do shit that they shouldn't do. When I worked for Amazon, they gave me this shitty, like, broken down, like, rapist van. And they made me go out in a snowstorm and all the tires had no tread on them. So when I was on the way back, like the storm was in full effect and I ended up spiraling out of control on the highway and like basically totaled the van. Yeah. And they like didn't care at all. And then two days later, they laid everyone off. So I was like, dude, fuck this place. So like, I think about two or three months later, I get a call from an insurance company and they're like, um, Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, like, Hey, we were told that you were in an accident. Like, do you want to file a claim? And I was like, no, I'm all set. And then I think a few months after that, dude, I get a call from the company <laughs> and, uh, dude. So there was this one night I was delivering. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in the shitty rapist van. And in the back of the van, there's like that railing that you step up onto to get into the back. And the one I had was like dangling from the side. It like wasn't fully attached. So I'm making this one delivery and I pulled up pretty close to the side of the curb. And uh, I hooked onto this guy's mailbox. And when I drove away, 
it like it hooked his mailbox and just pulled it from the ground. So I was just driving down the road with his mailbox, like sparking the road. <laughs> was it was there like a concrete block on the bottom? Uh, no, it was just like uh, it was just like a shitty mailbox. Okay. Oh, he just stuck the post like right into the ground. Dude, like the railing from the van, like hooked onto the mailbox, like yeah. the base of it, and just pulled it out of the ground. <laughs> And I'm driving down the road with the mailbox on the back. And I'm like, what's that sound? And I turn around and I just see like the road sparking. (laughs) Dude, you know what I did? I backed up to the house, unhooked the mailbox and just left it there. And uh, dude, the company I worked for like two months after the insurance claim, they called me and they were like, hey, like, did you happen to be driving this vehicle at this time on this day? I was like, yeah, no, no. Was like, you just no, denied no. it. Just denied it. Denied, denied, they denied. they fucked me over, dude. They nice. fucked me over so bad. There you go. But. Dude, my buddy is staying in St. Saint, uh, Saint Pete, and he, he was from originally Hagerstown, Maryland, and his mom was in Miami, so that's kind of like why he's down there. Um, so this is like one of my most dipshit friends. Yeah. So he goes to the bar one night, <clears throat> He leaves his keys in the car. He has a fob, right? Leaves his keys in the car because he's afraid he's going to lose the fob. Yeah. <laughs> he gets out of the... Uh, he They're about to leave the bar, and he comes out, and his car's gone. And he's like, what the fuck? Dude, I think, I think it's been stolen. Mm-hmm. The next morning, someone calls him. And now this is where it gets sketchy. It's a man, and he's like, excuse me, my daughter got into your vehicle thinking it was hers and it turned on because the fob was in there and drove away with it and was oh, like shit. can i please return this to you with no police report <laughs> dude what <laughs> and i think my friend was kind of a dick and was like no dude um you're something about something went through insurance again this is the sketchy friend like not entirely honest so then insurance calls him is like, hey, you're a long way from home. What are you doing down in St. Pete? Because he didn't register. He didn't register in St. Pete. He still has it registered in Maryland. Mm. And insurance hates that. Yeah. Because all their you know rates are written, assuming you're actually being honest. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, oh, yeah, no problem. You know, we'll get that work done for you. Dude, two months later, he gets in and he. All right. Sorry. He tells them uh, my mom lives down here. I was just visiting. Right. And they're like, oh, okay. Yep. Gotcha. Dude, two months later, he got into another accident where like he needed to put in a claim. Now they're like, yo, pal, two accidents in St. Pete, Florida. What's going on? Are you living down there? Mm -hmm. So he tell he just jukes him. He's like, well, I work remote. So I come down here for like month, month stretches. And then I drive up back up the East coast. And I guess they're like, all right, like I guess that's that's cool, but <laughs> pay the fuck attention. Please stop getting into accidents. Damn, dude, dude, insurance. Uh, well, rental car companies are pretty, uh, pretty strict. Yeah, in general, dude. I I still have mine. I still have mine registered in Rhode Island, and um, I got in a call from an, an adjuster and was like, "Hey, where are you living?" And I hadn't been expecting the call at all. I asked him. It was like, "Oh yeah, I'm up in Rosendale, Mass." They're like. All right, we're going to need to register your vehicle. I was like, well, let me give you a call back. I'll do that at another time. 
<laughs> and yeah. just left it like untouched. Yeah, you can just ignore them. <laughs> yeah. They can't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, realistically, it's probably some dude getting paid like 15 bucks an hour, dude. Yeah. Which, you know. And it's funny, USAA is all around San Antonio, Texas. So, mm -hmm. again, always the caller always has an accent. <laughs> yeah. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all's car needs to be registered. Yeah. I mean, around, dudes, I don't know, man. Sometimes I think about just getting rid of my car, but I kind of need it. Yeah. Just because of everything that's been happening, man. Like, people are getting in accidents, and, like, years, some people are passing, like, pass away, and, like... Yeah. It's like, fuck, man, maybe I should just, like, go on foot, you know? Us, uh, us suburbanites, dude, we're too, too dependent on the cars, man. Yeah. Got to get more like a city slicker and get better with the public tran transit. Yeah, I just, I mean, I definitely comes in handy, but I think about it a lot because, like, dude, I'm going like 80 on the highway. Like, when I go home, yeah, I'm all, I'm either going early morning or late night, and I'm just like gunning it, dude, because I'm like it's so far away. I'm just like, let's make this a three hour trip and just go like 80 on the highway, and it's like, dude, if you hit something going 80, like you're done. 80 is the norm. I feel like uh, certain stretches in 95, you can get away with like 85 is like yeah. the norm, like New Jersey. But dude, if you hit something going 85, like you're just done. Like there's no. Oh, as far as that goes, you're not going to get pulled over though. No, I'm I mean like if you hit an object. Yeah, you're inflicting serious damage <laughs> on <laughs> yourself and others. It's not like, oh, I'm going to rub some dirt on this one. It's like, oh, dude, my body's exploding. Like, you know. Yeah. And the worst part. Because you can't even, it can't even be like, oh, I'm a safe driver. You have to be like, there are other people who are absolutely retarded. Dude, yeah. on the drive over here, I was on Hutchinson Parkway. This white infinity that looked like it hadn't been washed since it drove off the lot. Ripped past me so fucking fast that the wake, the wind, like the windiness that it whips up as it drives past, straight shook my car. Damn, dude. I was like, Jesus Christ, pal. Yeah. And he's weaving to the point where you're like, yo, he's going to clip a bumper and fucking pit move someone. Yeah, it's crazy, man. The people out there, dude. We had this one. We had an Uber driver once in uh, Providence, Rhode Island. We were, we were headed to the bar. This was back in the day, dude, when I was crushing it. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> this guy, dude, stopped in the middle of the highway. Like, it was I-95 right outside of the Providence Place Mall. Dude, he stopped in the middle of the highway, and we all started screaming. And this dude was from fucking who knows where. Yeah. Like, I don't know where the fuck he's from. Okay. Barely speaks English, dude. So I'm I'm turning around, and I just see, like, cars coming at us going, like, 80 miles an hour. We had to literally scream at the guy. We're like, dude, get the fuck off, like, the highway. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And he was like, oh, no, that's the exit. And we're like, yeah, it's behind us, too, dude. Yeah, too, like you missed it. Yeah, Keep you missed going, it, brother. Man. Keep going, dude. And I was just like, dude, if a car hit us, we'd be fucking smoked, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. On my drive up to Danvers, um, I found a league up there that I've been doing on Sunday nights. There's like there's like a pothole in one of the tunnels. And someone thought like, oh, I'm going to come to a stop and like crawl across this pothole. Yeah. It's like, no, just eat it. You are creating a hazard. Oh, yeah. It's like those people who stop for, like, squirrels and shit. It's like, dude, just kill the fucking... Like, dude, I've killed plenty of squirrels, man. Yeah. You think I, have no, I have no sympathy for squirrels. Yeah. Because they, uh, they got into the soffit, which is, like, right underneath the gutter mm -hmm. on the uh, roof of the house on yeah. my parents. Dude, like, right in the corner of the house that's my room. 
and like you just hear them in the middle of the night with their fucking little claws just scratching yeah they're yeah they're vermin man they're rodents in fact one time <laughs> um we we uh we were at like a um family friends cookout mm. and there had been a storm the night before and like a tree fell over and there were like some baby squirrels in it mm. and the fucking lady was like oh she like collected the squirrels i was like oh i'm nursing them back to health i was like lady these are fucking rodents yeah Jesus. she's gonna get like rabies and shit dude yeah yeah man i I've, I've hit a squirrel I think once or twice, and I felt its body like crush. Oh, I know the feeling. Yeah, you and, uh, feel the vibration. I think I was bones. emotional. I was emotional. I'm not gonna lie for like two hours, and then I immediately got over it. <laughs> like I just forgot about it. Yep. I was like, oh, all right, huh? Yeah, it's, it's just it, a man. bump in the road, man. That's yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, let's check out. Uh, you got another one? Got a few more, I think. Hey, John, long time listener, called a few times now. Um, same question yet again, you know, if you go to like a, a random Mexican restaurant after a lift, you know, you got to get those calories in and this waitress brings you your menu and she's just fucking banging dude, like huge tits, beautiful eyes, perfect dick sucking lips, you know, and you eat your food and she brings you the bill when you get done and she asks you, would you like to go to her car for a quick shit and sniff? So my question to you, John, yet again, are you going to sniff that random woman's shit? And, man, I really need an answer on this because it's kind of starting to get to me, Johnny. I, I need an answer. I don't know what to do, man. Dude, is it, what, is a, what is a shit and sniff? Is he so saying it sounded like she was going to take a shit and you were going to smell it. Oh, wow. So she's... Now, is this being bartered in exchange for sexual acts, or is that the is that the sexual act? And he's, I think he's struggling, man. Yeah, you know. Uh, so we got to give him a, we got to give him an answer, dude. I mean, context is key here, man. Like, if that's all we're doing, if we're just smelling a smelly pile of shit, then I'm not really getting much from that. Where do you think this guy is from, dude? Mississippi. Alabama. That accent it sounded maybe a little Maryland man, maybe. I'd be I would you be think like Baltimore? amazed if I was right. No, no that sounded more like Frederick, maybe a little further oh, west. Yeah. This guy's yeah. down south somewhere, yeah, dude. No doubt. He's right. talking about shit and sniffs, dude. Yeah. I wonder where like dude, I mean I I'd have never done that, but like uh Yeah. So he's saying that like a crimson he, tide. Thing? So he like met a Bama. woman. Yeah, he met a woman at an Applebee's who's all right, let's just assume he went Got a lift in, for some reason went to an Applebee's. He's feeling dangerous. Meets a woman at Applebee's. She's smoking hot, and she asks him if he wants to come out to her car, watch her take a dump, and then he sniffs it. I think that's what he's trying to say. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I would do it for sure. If this chick was smoking hot, dude. Yeah. I mean, probably out of curiosity, <laughs> out of curiosity, I would have to see, like, is she serious? Is she fucking serious here? And at my curiosity would get the best of me, and I'd probably be like, all right, I got to see what this is about. I what if you, you just that. didn't follow through on your half? Like, you're like, all right, let me see that ass, take that shit. 
And then she's like, all right, now sniff it. And you're just like, fuck no. Yeah. I mean, if you're already that deep in, you got to take it. Yeah, right. I could see you doing that. And like when you're about to do it, like the cops like pull up. <laughs> like, what would you even say? You'd be like, oh, no, it's cops not what it looks like. like. Did you take that shit? And you'd be like, no, this beautiful girl did. And they'd be like, we yeah. don't believe you. This beautiful Hands woman. behind your back, dude. This beautiful woman from Applebee's <laughs> took that shit, dude. Yeah. I don't know, man. I wonder if that's a thing down there where they're just taking dumps and like, you know, Chevys and just like smelling them. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, is she shitting on her floorboard? Is she shitting in the parking lot? Like, I think it would be in her car, man. Yeah. She said, do you want to come out to my car? Like, yeah. I mean, dude, if I'm at an Applebee's and uh, if there's a hot woman at an Applebee's in general, like that's already like <laughs> on, on your way out. On your way out, you're just, like, yeah. grabbing napkins from the table. You're like, here, you might need these. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, I guess they just do things differently down there. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's, like, their... That's what they get off to, dude. <laughs> you know? But yeah, man, I would say just do it, man. Like, what do you have to... It's not like... It, I don't think that's illegal. I mean, she's taking a dump in her own car. It's not like she's... If she did it outside, I would probably say probably don't do that. Because that's a little... I think that's illegal. Yeah. If a woman takes a shit... And then you're just there sniffing it. Yeah. And you got to feel bad for the person that like might step in it, you know? Yeah. I mean, anytime there's a human being taking a shit outside, you have to be a little bit concerned. You know, like I don't want to give advice for that type of stuff, but if it's in the safety of her own vehicle and she's like offering it, like, I mean, like you have nothing to lose, especially like if you want to get with her, you know what I mean? Yeah. You get a good story out of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, you got to make sacrifices, man. It's a good story, too. Yeah. You know, that one time I was at this Applebee's and this woman asked me to come out to her car and smell her shit. Like, I mean, if you told me that story, I'd be, like, emotionally invested, you know? Yeah, I tell that at upper-class dinner parties, bro. Oh, That's dude, where yeah. I would tell that. I tell that at a job interview, with, dude. You know, with the scotch on the rocks in my hand, you know. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Even, like, an interv- interview, if there were, like, one of you, <laughs> one of you experienced adversity. <laughs> but, I mean, dude, uh... It was good to see you, man. Hell yeah. Likewise. It's been, uh, I didn't even say who you were, which is hilarious. <laughs> People are like, who the fuck is this guy? But no, man, it's been like four years, dude. Yeah. So it was good to see you, man. Yeah. Um, Johnny and I first met 14 years old. Joe, Joe brought you along to Babe Ruth. Dude, you weren't even going to play Babe Ruth baseball. And Joe had to like talk you into it. I remember. Yeah. Joe, my neighbor best friend at the time convinced me to play babe ruth for your team yeah my dad was psyched my dad loved you i mean do you just meet so many people from baseball like when you're young yeah that you kind of like carry on with which mm-hmm. is pretty cool but yeah man it'd be cool to see you at a show sometime i would love to come through i don't think you've have you ever been to a comedy show no well i went to a comedy connection once yeah i mean dude i'll have to let you know the next time in boston man just seeing you watch me like talk about tits and shit dude that would be fucking sick dude. <laughs> good, good to see you man yeah it was an honor to be on the podcast i appreciate Fuck yeah, it yeah dude 